Welcome back to the second hour of Leading Edge Medicine. Leading Edge Medicine provides only general medical information. Since everyone's individual situation is unique, you should consult your own physician before taking any action related to your personal health. All content of this program is intended for general informational purposes only. Good morning and welcome to Leading Edge Medicine with Dr. Jerry Mixon and Dr. Samira Umet. Leading Edge Medicine is sponsored by Longevity Medical Clinics and is devoted to helping you feel and function better tomorrow than you do today by providing the newest and most advanced medical care designed to improve both your body and your brain. Leading Edge Medicine will keep you informed regarding the very latest developments in science and medicine while highlighting some of the Northwest's most prominent physicians, all while helping you separate the science from the silly and the facts from the fiction. This is live call-in radio at its very best, giving you the opportunity to participate in the show. And now, here are your hosts for Leading Edge Medicine, Dr. Jerry Mixon and Dr. Samira Umat, along with their co-host, Lynette Morgan. And once again, I apologize for Jerry Berg being here today rather than Lynette. Uh, Lynette is uh, overseas. Um, she's uh, entertaining the troops. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. not really. <laughs> no, not really. But she's going, uh, you know, visiting. She's actually, I think it's a church group, about 20, uh-huh. 20 ladies all going over and traveling in Europe. Okay. So should be fun. Yeah. Yeah, I I follow her on Facebook, and it's always happy stuff. Yep. So so anyway, uh, safe trip for you, Lynette, and she'll be back. uh, Well, next week, you're going to be recorded. Yep, next week we're recorded. Yeah, but it's a special show. Yep. So I'm building it right now, and I have pieces that you guys Mm pre-recorded and adding some phone calls along with that. So it's going to be a a different listen uh, and some new stuff for you. Yeah, well, in next week, you see, I will be at the uh, the International Hot Air Balloon Festival in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Perfect place for you. Hundreds of oh. you know, hundreds of hot air balloons yeah. all going up in the sky at the same time. I envy you. That's something I've always wanted to do. I've watched films of it for years and always yeah. wanted to go. And I think I heard uh, when you were talking about it in the recordings that this thing goes on for like two weeks. Yes, two weeks. Yeah, it's every day. I'm I'm going for the first day. Yeah, we fly up on. On Friday and then do the balloons on Saturday and then come home on Sunday. So it's a short trip, just so, a weekend. I don't have many things on my bucket list, but that would be one of them. Yeah. Yeah. I never think about the bucket list. My, no. kid, my kids ask me, you know, what do you got on your bucket list? You're going to do it. We're going to make sure you do it. You know? <laughs> right. I said, well, I'm not jumping out of an airplane in Snohomish like my grandson did. So. Okay. Yeah. Actually, you know, that's what I did. Um, for my son's 16th birthdays, I took them all skydiving. Really? Yeah. Each one for the 16th birthday. And you just watched from the ground and filmed it? Or? No, I jumped too. You did? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, of course, was, that's uh, something you used to do anyway. Yeah, I was I was an old paratrooper years and years and years, decades ago. But yeah, but yeah um, their, their mother objected, uh-huh. you know, but uh, I gave her an unaccepted alternative. <laughs> so <laughs> I said, well, look, they're becoming young men. I can either take them skydiving or to a brothel in Nevada. Which would you really prefer? <laughs> she chose skydiving. So <laughs> anyway, 
<laughs> well, you'll never forget the skydiving. That's for sure. <laughs> you just have to pick something, an alternative that you know absolutely they'll reject. Yeah. I was thinking more like a deep sea diving uh, bell or something like that. So, you know, going down to 24,000 feet. <laughs> Don't think I want to do that. Okay, let's get back to the callers. Now, that leaves some lines open. I think I mentioned that, but I'm not sure. But you'll get in first if you call in right away. So uh, let's do it right now. Okay, call Brady. His hand is on the phone. If it's ringing, just let it ring because he has to get the information from people uh, so he can send the information to us so we can uh, know to talk to you. So uh, call 1-800-465-8770, 1-800-465-8770. And if you don't do that, you're going to hear us talking to each other for the rest of the hour. And, Ooh, how exciting. Well, it may not be pretty, but that's, you know, that's okay. it's, uh, I, well, I love it when I bring up something and you, your eyes glaze over just a little bit, wondering <laughs> what in the, where direction is he taking this? <laughs> and I kind of miss that because it's, I don't think I've disappointed you. You haven't run out of the room. So, <laughs> no. Anyway, so let's grab a call right now. That's let's Nancy. She's been waiting so long for us. Nancy. Hello, hey. Nancy. How you doing? Hi. <laughs> okay. Doing okay. Um, love your show. Well, thank and, you, ma'am. Um, I'm glad I was able to get in <laughs> so, <laughs> <Okay>. so early. <laughs> How can anyway, I help you? Um, okay. So here's the deal. I've had fibromyalgia for a very long time mm. and um, kind of goes in and out with the pain. But um, about I, I was having a lot of pain. Uh, so I went to my doctor, and she, about this is about uh, three months ago. She uh-huh. prescribed amitriptyline. Uh huh. Are you familiar with that drug? Oh, heaven yes. I know. Been around since the 1950s. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, I yeah, it's old. Anyway, so um, and I was taking diphenhydramine for sleep because I couldn't get to sleep without it. And she said, "Then don't take that. Just you know, this will take care of it." And it did. I was amazed. It, so it yes. helps with my sleep. And um, it helped with the pain. I wasn't even having any flares for about the first month. And I'm on like 10 milligrams. So, so low, low dose. Low yeah. dose. Yeah. Okay. But um, then, and I read about the side effects. Well, then, uh, now I'm dealing with some side effects. Um, one of them being uh, constipation, even though I do a lot of fiber. Uh, mm-hmm. The other one being every once in a while I'm getting this like deep pain in my neck off and on that uh, just seems to come and go. It's not all the time. It'll go for weeks, and then lately I've been experiencing. And then the other one is um, like it's been over a month that I've had like bug bites, and usually they go away like in a week and my skin's mm-hmm. back to normal. But now it's kind of like... Um, they were they stayed red for quite a while and now they're kind of a purplish but they're Ooh. the healing is very slow so those are the main three things that are concerning me and I'm just wondering about uh, the side effects long term and blur, uh, blurry eyes when I've gone on a long trip I noticed uh, the mm-hmm. signs from far away it's like oh it's kind of blurry so I know those are all the side effects but I wanted to see what you think about the drug and then if you found anything um, as far as far as an alternative to that that works better okay well i 
I am happier with you taking amitriptyline for sleep than the diphenhydramine. Let me start with that. Okay, uh, okay that's di- what the doctor was too, yes. Yeah, diphenhydramine is an anticholinergic. It, it's, a, it's an antihistamine, so people use it for allergies, and occasional use for allergies doesn't bother me. But use every day for sleep concerns me because as an anticholinergic, it increases the incidence of dementia in later life. So, you know, if your if your brain don't work, the rest don't matter. And so, you know, I I, I get concerned about people that use Benadryl or amitriptyline every day. So I'm glad your doctor switched you over to something else for sleep. Um, Yeah. Amitriptyline has been around since the late 1950s. It's an old, old, reliable drug. Most people tolerate it pretty darn well. Uh, especially at the low doses you're using, but it sounds like you're starting to have some issues with it. Uh, and mm-hmm. unfortunately, uh, other than cutting you the dose, there's not a whole lot to do about those side effects, uh, except the constipation. Uh, that one can usually be helped with something as simple as a little milk or magnesia. Good old-fashioned, over-the-counter mom. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, magnesium, <laughs> milk and magnesia is just a magnesium salt. It's not absorbed well from the gut. So you, you drink it and it stays in your bowel and absorbs water. And it just pulls water into your gut. And that makes you poop more because mm. you, now you've got a liquid stool. Okay. So okay. That's, that's an easy cure that usually works for the, for the constipation problems. The vision problems and the dermatitis, those, unfortunately, you're stuck with as long as you want to take the drug. So, you know, we're back to Dr. Mixon's first rule of medicine. Anything strong enough to help is strong enough to hurt. Um, You know, we don't have things that have no downsides. Every decision we make in medicine, whether to treat with this or treat with that or treat with this dose or that dose, they've all it's always a balancing act. You know, how do we give people the most benefit balanced against the fewest downsides? And, mm-hmm. you know, and this is a good old-fashioned drug, but you're seeing the downsides. Um, okay. Have you tried... One more question, too, about, well, the, about the flares. I, I'm starting to get flares, too. I forgot to mention that. I wasn't yeah. getting flares the first month. And now I am, right. but I don't want to go up with a dose because then you got more, more. That's right. Effects. Yeah. And that is a, and that is a problem okay. with amitriptyline. It's, we call it tachyphylaxis. Um, when you take it for a long period of time, it becomes less effective and you need to start raising the dose to keep the same effect. And, uh-huh. Oh no, that's what I was afraid of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh. So, ta- so is reported consistently with amitriptyline. It's just part of the nature of the drug. Let me give you a couple of suggestions to try and, you know, full full okay. disclosure. Okay. I I own the company that makes this first one. <laughs> so I okay. so I have a I, I have I have a I have a financial stake in that one and it's it's called okay. it's called it's called Relief Factor. Okay? Okay. Try try Relief Factor. You can just go to relieffactor.com. Um, and you can try the little starter pack for 1995. Uh, 
the the starter pack is only 49 capsules. What I tell people is you take three caps a day or three packets a day until the pain goes away. And it's a it's a combination of four different supplements that are put together to decrease inflammation. And that's part of your problem, you know, with your your, your underlying disease is you've got a, an overreactive neurologic response to inflammation. So decreasing the inflammation may help. Uh, it's worth a try. It's cheap. It's pretty innocuous about the only uh, adverse effects that I see reported with it consistently are just the opposite of what you're experiencing. People will sometimes get loose stool. Okay. So, oh, that'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> Compared so try, to what I have now. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. You know, so if you have to poop twice a day instead of, instead of once every three days, that works better. We call it Jerry's soft serve. Yeah. That's right. You got it. So, yeah. <laughs> so, so go to. Uh, I miss having Jerry Berg as co-host. He used to he used to co-host the show with me twenty some years ago when I first started. Yeah, <laughs> and then Pete took over, and uh, now Lynette. Um, but yeah, start three pack. My rule is three packs a day till the pain goes away, and give okay. that a try and see if it helps. Okay, it helps on a whole lot of people. Okay. So it's you know okay. the only thing I always have to tell people is since I own the company, uh, you know I want you to know yeah. that in advance. <laughs> so, but I actually, yeah, I, I, I actually, that. yeah, I actually designed this. Uh, for uh, a chiropractor who was also a patient. Uh, and he came to me years ago and said, uh, you know, Jerry, could you come up with a supplement that decreases inflammation and pain perception? He said, you know, I could then use it with my patients and, uh, uh, you know, I, I would help them more. They get better faster. And so mm-hmm. that was actually the genesis. I actually made it originally for chiropractors to use, but then it worked so well for them mm. that uh, I started marketing it for other stuff. And it's it, mm-hmm. you know, right now I got about 140,000 people a month that are buying it. <laughs> so it's, it's, oh my uh, goodness. Yeah, it's quite Must popular. Be working. It's working for at least 140,000 people a month. I'm raising my hands. So, yeah, Jerry takes it. So. <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah, there was, you know, I looked into that. There was one ingredient that I didn't know what it was, and it kind of scared me a little bit. It's the one that, you know, is not as common. And I, the Icarin. Icarin. Oh, okay. And yeah. Can you explain yeah. about that a little bit so I'm not so. Oh, yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> in the dark. Well, when, when I when I developed that product, and um, I actually went in the medical literature like I always do, I found about twenty different supplements that can decrease inflammation, but I found four of them that had the best peer-reviewed literature saying they worked consistently, but they worked by different mechanisms, and I was trying to figure out which mm-hmm. one I would I would use, and then it occurred to me they work mm-hmm. by different mechanisms, so why not use them all? use all four that way if mm-hmm. one doesn't help the next one might and if that one doesn't help the mm-hmm. next one might and you got four shots at it each one working by a different mechanism to try to make it better now that meant it couldn't be the cheapest <coughs> supplement around it had to be relatively pricey because you're actually buying four supplements instead of one <laughs> all right yeah. the one you're asking about is called icarin 
Icarin is a fascinating okay. compound. It's a potent anti-inflammatory. It's also a stem cell, stem cell activator. It activates stem cells and helps them grow into the new tissue to improve healing, which I mm. thought was really useful mm. for people with injuries. But the mm-hmm. only other place you're ever going to find Icarin, and you, you can look for this, go to a convenience store, the little, you know, the gas station places, and at the front counter, mm-hmm. you see these things that are talking, they're aphrodisiacs, you know, the male factor, the, you know, make, make your partner mm-hmm. happy sort of stuff. That's Icarin. Icarin is the active ingredient in a compound called horny goat weed. Now, if horny goat weed's oh, not yeah. an aphrodisiac, it should be just because of the name, <laughs> right? <laughs> but Icarin is actually the active ingredient in horny goat weed. Ah, okay. And so I say, okay, I'm going to use this one because... A, it's a good anti-inflammatory. B, it's a stem cell activator. But C, if you're going to have a side effect, horny goats is probably the one you want to have. So that's why wow. it's in there. Well, you know what? That kind of, um, it, it's the opposite, too, of what's um, in the amitriptyline because it says it lowers sex drive. It does indeed. It knocks it out like a hammer. Yes. Yeah. Oh, so maybe, yeah, this could do it. All right. <laughs> I'm excited. That's good to know. Okay. That's so, great to know. <laughs> all right. Well, I'll tell you, I take it two and three times every day, but that's a whole different issue. So <laughs> okay. I, I, I take it for all my old gunshot wounds. You know, I've got gunshot and shrapnel wounds from when I was young and foolish. Oh. And uh, so, oh. you know. They are, after I after I got mm-hmm. shot up the last time, the army told me I was ninety percent permanently disabled and kicked me out. So you know, so I've had wow. I've had I've had joint and orthopedic pain my entire adult life from all my old war injuries, and so I take mm. relief factor every day for my old wounds. So, wow. I'm not even going to bring well, up what I'm so trying much. to fix. <laughs> All right. Thank okay. you. <laughs> okay. Take care, my dear. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, uh, okay. t- Thank you, too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So let's, uh, let's take a break. Okay. We need let's to take do a that break. right now. We're going to come back and uh, just quickly talk about Dave and asking about what's pre-diabetes. Once that explained, he's gone now, but uh, we want to tell our audience about that one. Yep. And then Carl in Houston is on the line. Okay. And we can get another call or two in there. And if you want to get in the waiting room right now, 1-800-465-8770. 1-800-465-8770. And boy, if you're not in a hurry to get into a break right now, that music will take you there. We're, We're on our way. We'll be right back. Edge Medicine. Leading Edge Medicine. For the first time in history, you can choose how to age. Call with your question at 1 800 465 8770. That's 800 465 8770. 
If you have chronic pain and are considering stem cell therapy, consider the only doctor with over 30 years of experience with pain medicine techniques, including stem cell therapy. And that's Dr. Daniel Nelson, MD, with Eastside Pain and Regenerative Medicine. Here's what a satisfied patient had to say. I would say Dr. Nelson is a great guy. He's very personable, makes you feel very comfortable, as does the staff. Everything went well. I had the stem cell injections, and within a month, I really had a change in my knee. It was uh, unbelievable to me, honestly. I thought there'd be more pain involved with the procedure, and there was hardly any. Uh, It was amazing, and I've told a lot of people about it. After having it for two years now, it worked tremendously. Glad I did it. You should consider stem cell therapy, but call a medical doctor with experience. Dr. Daniel Nelson, MD, 425-823-4000. That's 425-823-4000 or DanielNelsonMD.com. The following is a paid program on this station. I had gone to my doctor, but I found out I had osteoporosis. She wanted me to go on the traditional female hormones. And then I heard Dr. Mixon on the radio. Then I realized there were really good options that were different, and I didn't have to take the traditional route. Within three months of being a patient at Longevity, I had my energy back. I could feel happy again. You make me feel so young. You make me feel so spring has sprung. And every time I see you grin, I'm such a happy and the, you know, one of those happy individuals. This is one of those songs fancy. that I used to sing to my wife. Really? When we first got together, yeah. You know, I uh, I courted her. I chased her all over Italy and Greece. Yeah. Uh, before I finally convinced her to come to America and be be with me. Um, but you know, I at the time that I chased her down, I, I was fifty-seven; she was twenty-seven. Yeah, and so, so I used to sing that song to her in our kitchen yeah. uh, when she finally came to be with me. Yeah, so. cool. Well, I was there when that all started, and. Um, I think, and you were making trips to places where, in fact, we broadcast remotely from Spain one time. When yes, we did. Trips. <laughs> we did. Yeah. Indeed. You had to go to a real estate office that you had talked them into letting them use the phone line mm-hmm. on their fax machine. That's right. So you so could, I could call in. Yeah. Yeah. Did. Yeah. So. But that was, you know, that was our first date. I talked to her on the phone for months. Yeah. I talked to her an hour a day, every day for months. We probably had a hundred hours of conversation before I ever touched her hand. Yeah, wow. And then our first date was 10 days on the island of Crete. Wow, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, I defy any 57-year-old man to meet a gorgeous 27-year-old Chinese chick on a Mediterranean island in the springtime and not fall for her. Yeah. You know, we spent 10 days wandering hand in hand in in that Mediterranean sunshine and the cobblestone streets and the whitewashed buildings and, of course, the passion of a new relationship. And after 10 days, she went back to Sweden where she was living. And I came back to Kirkland, but then we started talking twice a day instead of every day. Wow. And we talked twice a day for the next three weeks, and we decided we had to see each other again. And so our second date was two weeks in Venice. 
<laughs> Another modestly romantic assignation. Yes. I got us an apartment overlooking the piazza. The cathedral bells woke us at 8 each morning, and the the chamber music in San Pietro Square, and the shopkeeper singing opera, and we took the trains up to Padua and Verona, you know, um, put her on on Juliet's balcony, and stood below to recite the soliloquy from Romeo and Juliet, you know, <laughs> soft. Give a teleprompter? What light through yon window breaks? Tis the east, and Juliet is the sun. Oh, you Arise, fair sun, and slay the envious moon, who even now is pale and wane with grief that you are handmaid no more fair than she. <laughs> now, what 27-year-old girl can stand on Juliet's balcony and resist Shakespeare? Yeah. So, or a man with a photographic <laughs> memory. <laughs> Hey, I'm an educated man. I know Shakespeare. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, I'm not educated, so unless it was in Norwegian, <laughs> you know, right. we could do that one. Yeah. Anyway, uh, 25 after the hour, and uh, time for us to take another call. Lines are open. You can join in our conversation with your question. Maybe get a second opinion. Uh, that's a really good idea, and you can get pick one up here. You don't have to wait three weeks for an appointment or four. Uh, 1-800-465-8770. you got a doctor in waiting just that far away. One reached for the phone. 1-800-465-8770. And uh, I think we lost Dave, and then Dave's back on the line Hello. again. So let's talk to Hello, Dave. Dave. Dave and Shoreline. 1-800-465-8770. Thank you. I think we lost Dave. Hello, I'm here. All right, here. Dave. You're on the air. Yes, sir. Got um, question, uh, how, uh, what is type, what is uh, pre-diabetes? How common is it? And how do you go about treating it? Uh, uh-huh. And how, how do you think American medicine is doing with treating prediabetes? And I'll go ahead and take your uh, answer off the air if that's okay. Well, you can, or you can stay on. It's up to you. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm driving. Okay. So. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> probably be better than to hang up and pay attention to the highway. Um, Thank you so much. You bet. Thank you. There is a continuum. There's a, a test we do called a hemoglobin A1C. And it's basically, it's a measurement of the percentage of your red blood cells that have been damaged by sugar. Every time you eat, you get a burst of glucose, blood sugar, into your bloodstream. And then you produce insulin and you drive that sugar back down as you're driving it into the cells. And... The normal A1C ranges from 4.4 on the low end, and at 6.5, you're a diabetic. So if 6.5% of your red blood cells have been damaged by sugar, we call we, we then tag you as a diabetic. As that, as that A1C rises, your average blood sugar is going up. So what we started doing is saying that at 5.7%, A1C of 5.7% of your red cells have now been damaged. We tag you as pre-diabetic. It means that if you continue your current trend, there's a high probability that you will be a di- overt diabetic within the next five years. That's what that uh, that label is tagged as or is defined as. Now, the problem with pre-diabetes is that... You're getting the same damage to your brain 
and your eyes and your kidneys and your heart and all the other things damaged by diabetes, it's happening right now. It's just happening slower than it will when your sugar is higher. The reason I don't really like that diagnosis of prediabetes is that the damage doesn't start at 5.7. The damage starts down at 5.3. Okay. The higher your A1C, the more damage is being done and the faster it's being done. It's just that at 5.7, it's happening almost not quite as fast as it is at 6.5. But let me give you an example. If you have a A1C of 5.2, and we use that as your baseline, when you get up to 5.7, you're losing brain volume twice as fast as you would at 5.2. Wow. The higher your A1C, the faster your brain is shrinking. Diabetics at 6.5 and above get dementia three and a half times more commonly than people in the 5.2. Heart attacks are doubled. Dementia is more than tripled. Osteoarthritis goes up. Uh, Death from all causes, disability, kidney failure, blindness. Your A1C is an incredibly important number. That's why we check it as part of our free health analysis. Everybody that comes in for the free health analysis gets a free A1C. And the lower the A1C, the healthier you are. The higher the A1C, the more risk you're at for dementia, heart disease, diabetes, etc. And so if you're running an A1C of 5.5, 5.7, 5.9, you're not a diabetic as yet, but you're heading in that direction, and you're already doing significant damage to your body. And so we want to intervene early. I don't want to wait for you to become a diabetic. I want to intervene long before you are tagged formally as a diabetic, and I want to lower your blood sugar, improve your insulin uh, sensitivity, and keep your brain cells functioning as long as practical. So I think that answers the question about what is prediabetes. Yep. Okay. And, oh, uh, and you want to treat it? Come be a patient at Longevity Medical Clinic because we get very aggressive about that. You took the words right from my mouth. And start with that free health analysis appointment. Go to lmclinic.com and click on the tab there that opens up the window to the clinics, all three of them, Tacoma, Linwood, and Kirkland. Pick a time and a date that's best for you and sign up for that free test or free tests, multiple tests. Yep. And once again... They don't hurt. Nope. They don't hurt. Well, well, sometimes they may hurt your feelings when you find out you're not as healthy as you thought you were. Yeah. But yeah. then we give you the chance to fix it. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I don't mind bad news as long as there's a solution attached to them. That's right. And uh, Lord knows I've gotten enough, enough bad news lately. <laughs> yeah. But it's always been a positive uh, you know, experience getting that news with what's attached to it. Okay, we are going to take a break and then come back. Uh, we have uh, Carl and Ann and Lorraine on the line. So be patient. So we're going to take you in that order so you know what's going to happen. Just listen to the, uh, the in the waiting room there and uh, what we're talking about, and you could be 
uh, next up. There's room for one more call if you want to get in. Make sure you make it before the end of the program. For The number is, of course, 800-465-8770. 800-465-8770. I'm Jen, Jerry Berg. I'm sitting in for... Uh, the uh, Lynette Morgan this week and uh, next week we're going to be recorded with a special program for you won't be live but it'll be good so you tune in for that we're going to take a break come back right now to your calls Leading Edge Medicine. Join in the conversation at 1-800-465-8770 and tell your friends to listen. That's 1-800-465-8770. No matter your age, if you are looking to decrease your dependence on glasses at both distance and near, I suggest you go with experience. Pete Talbot here again for Dr. Michael Gilbert at Northwest Vision Institute in Bellevue and Kirkland. He's not just my ophthalmologist and my wife's, my son's, my friend's, and all my neighbor's, but he was just recently voted Best LASIK in 425 Magazine and has been voted Best Doc in Seattle Magazine many, many times. So whether it's LASIK or RLE or Advanced Cataract Surgery, Northwest Vision Institute will find the best option for you. So if you're over 40 or 50 and haven't had an eye exam for a year or more, here's something you simply won't get anywhere else, an advanced ocular exam. Not that simple eye exam everyone else does. So to schedule your advanced ocular exam, go online at nwvision.com or call 425-450-2020. 425-450-2020. This is Carolyn. In our 60s, my husband and I were struggling with libido. And I've always called him Dudley Do-Right because he's such a good guy. But since longevity, now I'm calling him Studley Do-Right. How sweet it is to be loved by you. Yes, baby. How sweet it is to be loved by you. Yeah, that's a great feeling to be loved by somebody and know it. Yep, it is indeed. Yep, but I just can't deal with those secret admirers. No. No. No, no. No, of course, you know, I have groupies from this radio show. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Uh, Of course, my groupies are a little different than the rock stars. My groupies tend to have... Walkers? Silver, blue hair, and lean on walkers. (laughs) Yeah, they can't chase me very fast. (laughs) But, you know, oh, well, you take what you can get. But they're loyal. That's absolutely the main thing. So let's uh, let's go to Houston. Houston, what's happening in Houston? Hello, Houston. Carl, how are you doing? Hi. Uh, I I have heard uh, a cardiologist say that uh, they use a calcium score as a Mm -hmm. screening device. Uh, But my cardiologist has used a chemical pet stress test and my uh, my general practitioner has said you know the chemical pet stress test is just as good or better so I wanted to get your reflections on that okay calcium scores are fast easy and cheap <laughs> okay um, pet studies are a lot more expensive so uh, but they're both pretty good indicators. Uh, the calcium scores, you know, can be done with a a simple 
CAT scan. Uh, so you're not you're not dealing with MRIs. You're not dealing with uh, you know positron emissions and that sort of thing. So uh, you can use either one. There's there's multiple indicators around. So yeah, they, the the idea behind the calcium score <clears throat> is that whenever you've got inflammation, uh, your body responds to inflammation by calcifying that inflamed tissue. So what happens is you will you you have LDL cholesterol circulating in your bloodstream and you have to have it by the way it's important for life without without your LDL you can't make hormones so every hormone in your body is made out of cholesterol um, but that LDL is fragile and it is easily damaged by sugar or by free radicals or by uh, oxidation and so anything that damages LDL, the, L, the damaged LDL is then perceived by your body as a foreign material. And you send out white blood cells, phagocytites, to gobble it up. And those white cells will fill up with damaged LDL to the point that we call them foam cells. Because under a microscope, they look like they're a big white cell filled with foam, which is actually cholesterol. That foam cell then migrates to the lining around the around the uh, artery, the or around the inside of the artery, called the endothelium, the lining. That one cell thick endothelium then opens up and lets the the foam cell be deposited. It is sequestered. I love it when politicians finally learn a medical term. Sequester means to put to one side. It's sequestered along the muscular wall of the artery underneath the endothelium. As that stuff piles up there, though, you form this big inflammatory wad of essentially pus. And your, your body says, wow, there's a big nidus of inflammation there. I need to get rid of it. Because your risk is if that pile of pus ruptures through that thin endothelium and gets out into the middle of the artery, it'll form a clot. And now you had a heart attack or a stroke. So you stabilize that that inflammatory mass by putting calcium into it and you calcify it and basically make it like a little lump of tissue like a a lump of bone sitting there and uh, that's what we see on the calcium score what the calcium score tells us is you have had a lot of inflamed LDL laid down it's formed a big inflammatory mass, and you have now calcified it. Those calcified masses are no longer a risk because they're not going to rupture and trigger a heart attack, although they can, if they're big enough, restrict blood flow just because they can narrow the lumen of the artery. Uh, So if you've got a high calcium score, it says you've had a lot of inflammation in your heart's blood vessels for a long time. And people that have had a lot of inflammation for a long time are at high risk. Okay, It doesn't tell you about the soft plaque that's there now. On the other hand, if you do a positron emission scan, now you can see the, the soft plaque. So in one test, you're looking at the old calcified, stabilized plaque. In the other, you're able to see the soft plaque. Is that Okay. Kind of describe the difference? Yeah, that's great. Uh, Would it be good to 
to have both. Uh, well, it doesn't hurt, obviously. It runs the cost up a bit. Uh, your insurance company will hate it. <laughs> but that's. I've never worried much right. about what the insurance company wants anyway. They're not my friend. Okay. Uh, <laughs> if a, you have another minute or two, uh, I, uh, um, I keep in my LDL low with uh, uh-huh. with a statin. But I, I've heard <clears throat> you, I think I've heard you say actually mortality. If you keep your LDL low, still your mortality is is not helped by that. Tell me if I'm right about that. And if that's the case, what's the point of keeping your LDL low? <laughs> Uh, I don't know. You know, if you've had a previous heart attack, statins lower the risk of a second heart attack. The evidence that statins help prevent a first heart attack is pretty weak. Um, So I'm not real thrilled about that. Actually, there's kind of fascinating studies out. I, I almost think I should put this on my website. There's a beautiful study that was done on diabetic men that uh, because diabetic men have a very high risk of heart attacks and strokes. And so they looked at mortality in diabetic men that had been put on nothing, had been put on a statin, had been put on testosterone, had been put on a PDE5 inhibitor like Tadalafil, or that had been put on some combination of the three. And it was really kind of interesting. The men that had no intervention, diabetics with no intervention, by age 80, 30% of them had died. In diabetic men that had been put on a statin, it was like 25% of them had died. So the statin helped a bit. In the men that had been put on testosterone, it cut it down to about 15 or 18% died. The men that put on a PDE5 inhibitor, only about 18% died. But the men that had been put on all three, less than 2% died. Wow. So, Talk about a longevity a drug. <laughs> yeah. Was that, a, was that a pretty big study, doctor? A couple of thousand guys, yeah. Okay. So it's a well, really fascinating. So it turns out that PDE5 inhibitors and testosterone both work better than statins. But any combination of the three works better than any one of them by themselves. Well, that's really great information. Really appreciate yeah. it, Doc. Okay, take care, Thank sir. Thank you. Uh, bye-bye. bye-bye. Thanks a lot for your call. And uh, now we're going to go to Bellevue. And Anne is there for you, Doctor. Anne, welcome to Leading Edge Medicine. Hi. Hello, Anne. Hi. How are you? Uh, tall, brilliant, incredibly handsome, and... Mm, delusional as hell. Modest. But other than that, yeah, I'm fine. Modest, yeah. <laughs> so, but I find, a little de- I find a little delusion gets me through the day, you know? So. Yes. Um, I have a question about MGUS, uh, MGUS. Um, I've been followed uh, for a couple of years, and it's just kind of uh, smoldering along. Um, I have elevated IgG, which apparently may stay that way forever. But my question is, um, is there anything I can do to keep that from um, getting worse? 
All right. Let me tell people about MGUS to start with. And that, and in, in the definition, I think, is going to pretty well answer part of your question. Okay? Okay. M-G-U-S stands for monoclonal gammopathy of undetermined significance. All right. So it means that you have the gamma globulins, the, the monoclonal antibodies that you make are not healthy looking. They're, they're odd. They're defective. The question is, what's their significance? What does it mean? And by definition, it's undetermined significance. Okay. So, right. you know, so you're asking, you know, what can you do about it or what does it mean? Well, we really aren't all sure. You know, it's a paraprotein. It's not a healthy gamma, gamma globulin. It's not really a cancer. Um, you might have a slightly higher risk of getting a myeloma, a, a real cancer. Right. That's that was my real question. What's to prevent that from um, developing into multiple myeloma? Yeah. The problem is that most of the people who get this live a long life and do not develop anything like a myeloma. You know, there's a slight increase in in myeloma, but I have no idea how you might intervene to, to prevent it. You know, because. We don't really know if that slight increase that we're seeing is really related to the MGUS or is it something else that people who get MGUS might also be exposed to. You know, okay. you, you, you've got, you've got a, a, a slightly defective bone marrow to start with, and you're making these paraproteins. And, you know... Hematologists look at them and scratch their head and say, "I'm not quite sure what's going on here," and we just don't know. It's it's one of the frustrating things about medicine is, you know, I read, I spend five hours of my day every day reading medical journal articles, and every time I read an article that answers one question, it tends to raise three more. Okay, <laughs> it's a, it's a well, never-ending process. <laughs> Yeah, and the only reason that um, they did the extra test to look for this was because uh, I have osteopenia, and for my, you know, weight and activity level, apparently I shouldn't have had osteopenia. Yeah, sure. Skinny, physically so. active lady should you, not, you should not have... that skinny, but physically active. <laughs> All right. Well, not obese. Yeah, there's the difference. No, no. Yeah, obesity tends to cause more problems. But you're right. Very, very skinny also causes problems. You know, the extremes are always dangerous. So, you know, we... Okay. Plato had the right idea way back. Moderation in all things. So... Okay. Right. Okay. Well, thank you. You're welcome, ma'am. Sorry. Your call. Yeah, but all I could do with that one is educate people that MGUS exists. Yeah. <laughs> so. I didn't know what it was. Anyway, I'm still not sure I know. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm see, going. Next, we have to teach you about paraproteins. Yes. And monoclonal antibodies. <laughs> okay. Uh, paraproteins. 
No. Not up here. Paraprotein. Paraprotein. Let's take a break right now. Uh, it's about, uh, what, 14 minutes? 13 minutes in front of the hour. 13 minutes left in the program. We're coming back to Lorraine, who's been waiting in Puyallup. I have a question to ask her about the fair. And uh, Austin from Milton. Maybe we'll squeeze in one more. We can't guarantee it, but if you want to give it a try, 1-800-465-8770 is the number to call. I'm Jerry Berg, along with Dr. Jerry Mixon today, and we're here all alone, but we're going to continue this on for another two hours. If you want to look around the dial, you can find us and join us then. Or go on our website, and it tells you where we are next. Okay, good. We'll be right back with more of Leading Edge Medicine. If you or someone you love is struggling with memory issues, find out about Longevity Memory. Call Longevity right now to schedule your memory consultation evaluation. 425-654-0258. That's 425-654-0258. Longevity Medical Clinic is happy to announce that Longevity Development, the business and marketing arm of Longevity Medical Clinic, has entered a strategic management relationship with Paramount Pharmacy. As a medical clinic, we cannot tell anyone where they have to go to fill their compounded prescriptions. We can only make suggestions. But for the last two years, we have referred our patients to Paramount Pharmacy for three key reasons. Excellent quality control excellent pricing, and excellent customer service. And now, due to our new management oversight and relationship, Longevity Development and Paramount are actually working together to better serve our patients. A team approach to better health care. It truly can make a difference. And now, to celebrate and to convince you that we truly feel we can better serve your health needs while saving you money, Paramount has agreed to make an offer to all new patients willing to give Paramount to try. On your first prescription only, Paramount is offering you a 90-day supply for their 30-day cost. That's right, a 90-day prescription for the 30-day cost. All you need to do is call Paramount at 425-251-1660. It's as simple as that. Call 425-251-1660. You hear all the time about fitness and doing exercise. Where do you get the energy to start your exercise program? With longevity, I was able to start my exercise program and that parlayed into more energy of which I ended up going from 220 pounds to about 180 pounds in about two years. And that has changed my life. And that's why I tell everyone I know about longevity. Really, 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 are you really mine? Really, 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 are you really mine? You tell me that you love me and you tell me that you want me and you even wear my graduation ring. It's too wonderful. It's too beautiful. It's a fantastic thing. Are, are you really, really, really mine? mine? I, that's all I sing. I don't sing any more than that. I don't want to chase the I audience. I the doo-wahs. Yeah, you can sing. I can sing the doo-wahs, yeah. but not the really, really mighty. Yeah, I can sing in the shower when no one's around, and if someone does come around, uh, they leave. Isn't it amazing Which how I much like. better we all sound in the shower, though? <laughs> you know, I, I don't know if it's the tile walls or the enclosed space or the glass, but we all have these 
beautiful resonant voices in the shower. Well, before I could make <laughs> echo on my broadcast equipment, uh-huh. I actually recorded stuff in the shower. <laughs> okay. With, with the water turned off, sure. just took the microphone in there to get the effect. And Annette is listening. And she says, I'm, I'm glad that you have my tiara on. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's what she did. Yeah. All right. Good. So I don't have her tiara. I'm, uh, well, I told her I'd wear it. So, oh, I see. But she's listening. Well, she's now now she no. find out I don't have it on. Okay, Lynette, he's only wearing headphones today. No <laughs> I'm wearing, tiara. This is, these are hers. Yes, I know that. Yeah. He I'm is wearing they, your headphones. I checked him for ear cooties before I put I them see. on. Okay. Yeah. Lorraine in Puyallup, welcome to Leading Edge Medicine. How can we help you today? Hello, Lorraine. Uh, hello. Thanks for waiting. Uh, I've called the... Uh, several times before and I enjoy talking to you. Well, thank you. But I have tried your relief factor because Uh I have a very, very, very bad back. I won't give you a long list of all the things that are wrong. So when I heard about relief factor, I thought that the answer to prayers well, little did I know, I cannot take it, oh, and I want you to be sure that other people know what I went through. Sure, what happened uh, to you, dear? I do not have a gallbladder. And so you and got I loose stools. I discovered the hard way that relief factor is, you cannot take it if you don't have a gallbladder. It started where I was having heartburn so bad and burping so much I thought I was going to die. Then I developed uh, severe uh, problems with I got diarrhea. So bad I'm afraid to leave the house. Then I didn't want to call and talk about things like that. So what's, what's your uh, what's your question for doctor today? Well, no, wait a second. Okay. I I don't have a question. I just want okay. to ask you. Just him want to tell to make sure that people read the directions. Yes, and that's the key. And because... make sure that if they don't have a gallbladder. They question their doctor and mm-hmm. and and talk it over with him that this doesn't con- conflict with something else that he's that you're on. Okay, thank so, you, ma'am. And, uh, and you're you're absolutely right in that. Uh, that's why on the website it says to talk to your doctor. And the the omega threes. It's the omega threes that are causing your problem without a gallbladder. You know you can't handle the yeah. fat. You can't handle the fat. That, and so and, the um, and I do not know what I can eat. I'm losing so much weight with this gallbladder. It doesn't leave you with hardly anything that you can eat. Okay, well, what you need to what, here's here's what you should try. Okay, is you should go online and and look at ads for bile salts. Okay, 
and they, these are bio often ex- bile salts, yes, and they they're sold as a supplement. These are basically bile that is extracted from the gallbladders of cattle. You know, when they take them into the slaughterhouse and they're make turning them into beef steaks and hamburgers, well, they use the bile from the gallbladder of the of the cattle. And they concentrate it and purify it and sell it as a supplement. And that way, the fact that you don't have a gallbladder so you can't put out your own bile salts to emulsify the fats, you can take bile salts from the cattle and it will emulsify your fats closer to what your own gallbladder used to do. And that will probably help your symptoms. And if it helps your symptoms enough, you might be able to tolerate the omega threes again. So well, that's, that's so my suggestion. I and that's okay. over the. I go to my pharmacy to get it, uh, or any vitamin store, or go online to you know one of the one of the vitamin purveyors, whether it's Amazon or somebody else. Yeah. Almost everybody oh, okay. almost everybody that sells supplements and vitamins and minerals will carry the bile salts. All right? Okay, Lorraine. Thank you. Thank You're you welcome. so much. Thank You're you. Bio, is it yep. bile? Bile. B-I-L-E. Sure. Okay. Thank you very much. You know, people don't realize the gallbladder basically stores your own bile produced by your liver. Yeah. And then when you eat fat, the gallbladder contracts and squirts that bile out to mix with the food, and it emulsifies the fat so you can absorb it. Yeah. If you don't have a gallbladder, fat is not absorbed well, and so it causes cramping and reflux and diarrhea. And when you're taking something like Relief Factor that has a lot of omega-3s, right. you're putting fat in there. Yep. So, you know, they have to you know, give the lady kudos. A, she recognized her problem, but B, her doctor should have warned her about omega-3 supplements to start with. Absolutely. Okay, we're going to take one more call. Well, we have about a minute and a half. Austin, let's try it, uh, get it real quick to doctor okay. and see if we can answer before Hello. we Hello. Austin, Austin yes. you're on the air. Thank yes. You. Yes, okay. Yeah, I have uh, diabetes. I was with uh, 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 longevity for a couple years, but a drunk driver plowed into me at a high rate of speed, and I wasn't able to renew. Okay. I'm now taking two metformins a day. Uh-huh. But uh, what I'm having trouble with is my legs now, when I want to get up out of a chair, I have trouble with strength. And uh, the the uh, metformin isn't controlling very well anyway, The uh, you know, the uh, A1C. And uh, so anyway, uh, I'm hoping that the insurance company will finally come through so I can get back on my feet. But anyway, is there any? Uh, oh, I've heard that uh, metformin makes your legs weak. Is that a fact or just a hearsay? Or uh, Well, it's a semi-fact. Um, metformin inhibits your ability to absorb B vitamins. And the B, low B vitamins can cause neuropathies and muscle weakness. So, you know, if your B vitamin levels are low, then that could be related to the metformin. So we always tell anybody on metformin to really increase their B vitamin supplementation to co- help compensate. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, well, I was very pleased with longevity, but but you know you have to pay for it. Yes, and I, the insurance I do company was blaming everything on old age, and so I'm 86, and, and I was doing real well and working nearly full time before the accident. So uh, yeah. anyway, uh, that's yep. my but main you- problem is weakness in my. Have your doctor check your B vitamins levels. Have him check your B6 and B12 and uh, see where the, those levels are. And if they are low, that may explain some of your muscle weakness. And if so, you know, the cure is simply to increase your B vitamin intake. Get a good B multivitamin and take it. Okay. Okay, I'll try that. All right, sir. And hopefully the insurance will come through. You'll get back on your feet and come on back to longevity. And we'll see what else we can do to make you stronger, faster, leaner, smarter, and sexier again. Thanks a lot for your call, and thanks for holding on. That's my goal. Okay, Okay, take care, sir. Bye-bye. All right, everybody, now you can uh, check the website, lmclinic.com, find out where we're headed. In about uh, 60 seconds, we're going to be there, and you can be there, too, if you want to join in our conversation. I'm Jerry Berg, sitting in for Lynette Morgan this week, and uh, I'll be back sometime in October, maybe, uh, to do this one more time. We'll see you then. Have a great weekend. God bless you, and God bless America.